lot to write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs to the phone Dreaming of a better home We while focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft I hope the brujas Let this last That was the great sounds of Wasp with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. EZ Blues, you are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us again on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, it is very rare in this life when you can meet someone from jump and just have a wonderful connection, when you can watch someone grow from just being that dude on the bicycle to that dude running for government, for that dude standing up for every single person that refuses to be free, to that dude chilling and now being on the radio, I want you to understand, again, this person will always hold a special place in my heart. I will always, always stand by this person because this person has always stood by me. This man has helped me build the very bed in my house. This man has helped my child through a very t- difficult time. And for that, well, this man will always have a very special place in my heart. So I want you to put your hands together. Not if you're driving. If you're driving, you keep your hands at 10 and 2. Or if you're on your bicycle, keep your hands close enough so you can hit the brake. Turn us up real loud because we're going to get crazy. Put your hands together for the absolutely incredible councilman, radio personality, and incredible human being, Justin Farmer. How you been, brother? Good. I'm, I'm like, man, I, uh, I I need you to introduce me on my show. <laughs> I'm in. Just let me know. I, 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 will, I will can something for you. I, it, it, it's cool. I, I do Foley. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm I am good. I uh, uh, it's it's been good to be in community and to to see mm-hmm. people and uh, um, I I just got back into town. But one of the things I always love is when you're somewhere random and you just run into someone. And so I uh, I went up to uh, Plymouth. Uh, on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for the, uh, the the annual protest. And it was funny to just run into like 15 different people. I swear I wasn't going to know anyone and just right. hugging and embracing. So I'm glad to be back home, glad to be in community. How are y'all? I'm great. <laughs> oh. Can't complain. Gained a couple pounds this weekend. So you know, everything's, everything's going all right with me. <laughs> well, this is this is really interesting too because you know um, since the last time you've been on the show, you are now also a radio personality on this very station. Let's talk about how that that transpired. I remember you and I were having some conversations um, about better ways to you know brand without losing integrity. So mm-hmm. let's talk about how this happened and let's talk about how we can brand without losing our integrity. So yeah, I. How this happened, I um, you know, being in politics, there people 
there are times where I know I'll say something and I'm like, you know, this is right. And someone will go, you said it? No, it's left. You're wrong. And I'm like, okay, like, I listen, like, if anyone else said this was right, you would be fine with it. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of things that are close to me, a lot of things that I want to talk about, a lot of things that I want people to think about, but I know that I'm not the best person to always deliver the message, right? And so mm-hmm. I know people are listening, but they don't want to necessarily listen to me. And so mm-hmm. it's like, right. oh, the message is important. And so I went to Paul, Paul Bass, right? And I was like, I'm thinking about doing like a show vaguely. This is what I'm thinking. He's like, great, cool. Want to do it next week? I was like, what? (laughs) 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 And I remember uh, Harry at first was like, I'll do it. You know, I want to dip my toe into it. And uh, Mm -hmm. Harry, the amazing radio uh, technician, was like, cool. Like, you want to do it every week? When can you start? What time slot you want? And I was like, (laughs) like, this idea is not even like Mm -hmm. out of my brain yet. I'm like, let's slow it down. (laughs) You needed to take your time, which is understandable. It's a lot running a program. It's a lot of responsibility. It's called just in time for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great name too. Well, and it, it's also very fitting to, I, can, I think, your story, really, because at least for everything that I, you know, for the, the amount of the journey that I've been, you know, along to, to, to look at and to watch and, and to, to really appreciate, it really has been a you're just in time. You know, when you saw the landscape kind of change in a way you didn't want to do, you know, you became one of the youngest council people in hand in history. Um, you know, when you saw things continuing to go in another direction, you fought for, you know, one of the most progressive bills and, and progressive um, tickets out there, you know, for Hamden and even, you know, for Connecticut altogether. And when you sat there and, and saw that people were listening, but weren't necessarily able to hear your voice, you were just in time to start a radio show. So I think it's actually perfect for your story. And that's going to be the name of your biography now, Just In Time. That's speaking into existence. I um, There you go. I think to the question that I didn't answer, I remember running initially um, for city council. And I remember meeting with Senator Winfield. And I was like, mm-hmm. eh, you know, right? I, I started school late. And so mm-hmm. I was like, what, a first semester, second semester freshman? And I was like, right. yeah, I'm just getting my life together. I'm going to start school, um, but I'm also going to run for office. Uh, and I was <laughs> like, uh, you know, power corrupts and like, I don't want power. And And I remember him, you know, sharing with me, like, if you're a crappy person, you were a crappy person, even if you didn't have power, right? Like right. you having power, you having a platform, you having the ability to do something, right? Having power access, it doesn't matter about having those tools. It's just like, if you are a person with integrity, 
you'll figure out a way. And so I think one of the things as I've gotten older is figuring out what that looks like, right? And I used to try to be an absolute purist where I'm like, cool, I want to be translucent with everything. I want, you know, I want all these things to work this way. And there's the world as it is, right? And there's the world that we want it to be. And so I think as I get older, I haven't really made compromises, but I've come to terms with certain things where I'm like, cool, yeah, I should be public. But, like, people don't need to know what I eat for breakfast, right? Like, that's not, like, cool. It's helpful for some people, but, like, no, right? And so I think with this, for me, was, is it weird to, you know, have these conversations and to connect with people and talk about these things that are personal to me and do it in a public forum? Is that important? Do people want to connect with that? is that useful um and i'm like it doesn't matter I'm like if you feel that if right other people feel that you can do it you should try it and i um i love it now i understand why y'all do it so much <laughs> <laughs> well it, it's 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 super interesting because you know even before you started running you know you're always engaging in these incredible conversations. I remember you and I sitting and talking about, you know, just how beautiful of a song Redbone was and how we could sit and, and pull the influences of Prince out of it, you know, and, and you could just sit there and talk about these things for hours upon hours. But then you have to understand that there is that message as well. And, and you've always been very true to your message. You've always been very true to what you are. And I love the fact that you mentioned, yeah, people want to know me, but they don't necessarily want to know that I wake up every morning and I have, you know, my buttered toast and, you know, and salmon, you know, I, I don't have any of that. I just figured it sounded good. But you know, how do you manage being a public figure and really understanding how much or how little to share of yourself? I think that's one of the challenges because there's certain things now I get why so many people, right, in politics, like, write memoirs. I'm like, y'all, y'all think y'all so self-important, but this is, like, cool. A lot of it is just sharing the things in the background that you couldn't share in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there have been times where, you know, I remember one old head said to me, you know, um, you know, bro, you need to speak your truth. I'm like, what are you talking about? I speak truth all the time. I'm speak truth to power. I speak power to power. I'm a truth teller. I I I am a witness, right? And it's just like, cool, these things are true, but like you don't talk about you enough. And I was like, interesting, right? And it's because I always worry about big head, right? And it's like, no, like if you're going through stuff, mm-hmm. you should share those things, right? Like, why? Otherwise, you're walking around with a chip on your shoulder and like, right, there's that meme on Twitter all the time. People don't know X, right? Like people don't know, like, I got a dope podcast, right? And the person's in the Mm -hmm. corner of the room and everyone's (laughs) partying, right? And it's just like, I have this truth that people should know or I feel people should know. And so I don't have an answer, but I think the closest to it is, it's just like, 
share enough so that mm -hmm. you can be yourself, right? Right. But also, you know, find those confidants, right? And so I think for me, having people to know their true me, right? Like I, mm -hmm. well, one friend, right? went out to New York to just hang out, take photos and connect. And it's like, cool, this person knows my strengths, my weaknesses. This person knows what I like, what I dislike, right? Like if I am telling them I'm coming in town to visit, right? They're gonna buy the type of ginger ale that I like because they know, right? They know the brand, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's part of the thing of like how to to share is have people around you who will tell you like you're full of crap, but mm -hmm. also share enough so that you're not carrying your weight, right? Because I've seen so right. many people have a sharp sword and it's just right. like, oh, your grandma died or, oh, you're dealing with this, mm -hmm. right? And like, you can understand now, but it's like, fam, you could have just shared that rather than, you know, going all over the place, dicing up everyone when it's just like, oh, right. something's going on. No, that, that, that's very true. And, and you know, it, it's interesting because I, I think it was either last week or the week prior, we had Cronzilla uh, on um, and he was talking about, you know, how important it is to have no men, not yes men, no men. Like the people around you are like, nah, that's a bad idea, bro. Like you probably shouldn't do that. And we like I've talked about it all the time. You, know, you could tell the people. You can tell the people who don't have really great friends by like the first two weeks of American Idol. Because oh. those people that come up there and embarrass themselves, they don't got good friends. They don't got that friend to be like, nah, bro. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you miss that appointment. Um, I'm, you know, I'm gonna kidnap you that, that, that weekend and we're gonna go out and have a good time. And we'll sing karaoke, not American Idol. Uh, Cause maybe you shouldn't be that person. You know, it's, it is extremely important in community, not only to have those people that are gonna build you up, to build you up constructively. You've always been someone to tell those truths. You've always been someone to sit there and, and you know, call out those in power that are doing things not necessarily representative of all people. Um, you know, so much so that, you know, if we want to bring up some old history, the old mayor of Hamden blocked you while you were still serving on the council. Um, <laughs> Oh my God! As I listen to WNHHLP one hundred three point five FM New Haven, myself Prestige and my partner in crime, Long Island raised Elm City made E Z Blues is in the building. Justin Farmer is with us on behind the brand. Justin, please tell me about this blocking. Go right ahead, sir. I think you know. I I think one of the things that I would laugh about is that you know the mayor shared everything through social media, right? And mm -hmm. so there's great things about that and there are flawed things about that. But like blocking, like one of my biggest frustration with politics is that there's two truths, right? Like we are mm -hmm. representative government. And so sometimes people mm -hmm. are like, well, I believe we should like swim in battery acid. I'm like, okay, this is a representative democracy if the majority of people are like, we should swim in battery acid, fam, the fail safe is like, I'm supposed to be like, that's dumb. We're not doing that. Right? Right. 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 Like, listen, sometimes like the community has a perspective that's just 
individually mm-hmm. it's not there and so you can share that vision and then there are times where people are like oh well i'm here to bestow wisdom mm-hmm. onto people and so yeah. i think one of the things was sometimes i just ask questions and like i wouldn't mean to be a jerk mm-hmm. i'm just like why right right and then if it was a dumb answer or answer i didn't understand I'd be like okay but why that and mm-hmm. so i think for the mayor Sometimes he would fluff out things and be like, everything's puppy dogs and fruit flies and beautiful. I'm like, bro, there's graffiti down the street from me that's been here for a year that says F the police. Right. I don't know, like, whether you agree with, you know, policing or not, this is just bad and, like, signifies that stuff is going on in the community and there's a lack of trust and, like, lack of resources and lack of accountability and paying attention and so brother just blocked me he's like cool i don't want to hear all that i want to talk about fruit flies and puppies and <laughs> it's like dang i'm just right. telling my truth <laughs> and and you know there's there's a huge difference thing too is there was someone out there every single week painting over that that graffiti and it was just getting re-graffiti but this was this was graffiti that has been up for years this, you know, there are people who've taken, you know, Instagram pictures by it. They're like, you know where I'm at, you know what I'm saying? Like, so to ignore that, and, and I do feel that a lot of community, especially uh, the lower income parts of the community do get ignored and their frustrations super get ignored because they don't necessarily, they have been convinced that their votes don't matter. So they don't necessarily go out and use their voice. Um, so people are out there in conflict with their actual needs or don't know about their needs because they feel not as important. Um, What else do you do? And I know you do a lot for this. That's why I kind of want to get into this topic. What are some of the things you do to help show those, you know, the the people who feel that their voice isn't important, that their voice is important and that their, their needs are important. I know that you've done a couple of community cleanups, different things like that, but what are some of the other steps you've done? I think before I just show up a lot and be a witness and I was like, that's right. important. And it is, but you only have so many hours in the day. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things, right. I've started to see myself as an organizer. I am an organizer is when you show up a ton, you get people's stories. Right. And then there's the ultimate question of like, what do you do with a person's story? Right. If someone shares with you, Right. I remember this one man went to his house like, bro, you know, we're trying to help. Right. We're trying to figure out tenant unions. You know, maybe this is something you're interested in. It's like, you know, my door is broken and, um, you know, the windows are knocked out and the hot water doesn't work anymore. And someone got shot the other day and someone tried to run into our house and steal our stuff. But, you know, we don't really have any problems. And so. I don't want to cause any problems because we don't have problems. I'm like, right. What is a problem to you, sir? I <laughs> I got a bunch of problems with what you're saying right now. <laughs> but like, I think one of the things is organizing, right? Giving people mm-hmm. a sense of like, I don't know. I'm figuring it out. I think the beauty of being 28 is like, I don't fool myself and pretend I know what I'm talking about. I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm throwing ideas at the wall. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Well, I'm like, cool. 
my track record is they work more than they don't. So I'm like, cool, like, show me your resolve, right? And so giving people agency, right? You can't give people the agency. They already have it. But empowering people like, hey, I see problems in our community. I'm going to go and clean it up. I know me going to clean it up is not going to fix the problem. It's not going to change anything, but it's something that I have power to do, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want you to join me in that power to show something, right? right? And if a seed takes, you know, root, it's like, all right, well, cool. What else can we do? What else can we work on? All right. right. Who can you bring to this, right? How can mm-hmm. we, how can I support you, right? I can't do everything for you but how can i support you and if that relationship gets deeper it's like how can we support each other right and so i think organizing is something that i have come to where i'm like cool it doesn't matter what you organize on but it matters if you can make those connections with people and if you can figure out what's the next step right and even if that random conversation with that one man didn't seem didn't seem important right Mm -hmm. ran for state senate lost in my feelings right one of the policies we talked about was right to counsel out of that conversation came oh i want to know more about this right to counsel out of that loss came a campaign where now we are the second state in the nation to have a free lawyer for people in eviction proceedings. And now we're going to mm-hmm. fight to expand it out of the eight zip codes to the whole state. And it's right. like, cool, that random conversation with that dude, he doesn't know, right? But like that mm-hmm. not problem he shared with me, I'm like, bro, we gonna, I'm going to make it a problem, right? <laughs> we, mm-hmm. Like, if you don't think that's a problem, you're going to make it a problem. And so I think that's the powerful thing is like, teaching people how to organize one you can feel a sense of, of, of power in that but two it allows you to do stuff and not feel stressed about the time all the time right if i get stressed i'm like everything is on fire right mm-hmm. but if you're teaching people how to fight it doesn't matter when they throw a punch right all that matters right. is like they land right like you can miss 50 times but you Soccer punch someone, they're going down. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. Violence no, it, is bad. It, it, Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, no. Violence is bad unless you are being violent against your oppressor. Um, <laughs> no, and 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 for all those that, that are listening and are going to try to run either one of us uh, uh, under the gamut or anything like that, both of us have been to a, a ton of protests. Never been violent. Well, are, are the first people to to push to, to to push someone else behind us so that you know in case violence violence occurs, the the last thing that that we want is that we joke around about it. But yes, there are a, a lot of places where the world is on fire, and we would love to be those cuddly animals, but the world is on fire, and sometimes you have to stand up. And the fighting that we are talking about is not going into the middle of the street and throwing fisticuffs. It's going out there and making sure, you know, you're staying on top of the the people that are representing you in government to make sure that those laws that are getting passed, you know, those policies that are getting passed actually represent 
you, your community, and your community's needs. You know, we've gotten very far away from, although I do feel we're coming back to, um, the understanding that our elected officials actually work for us. For a long time, um, especially in all of the chaos of, we'll say, the last 20-something years, um, which actually more like 40-something years, um, it seemed like we've had kings, kings and queens instead of having represent, uh, you know, people that represent us. Um, and now I feel, especially on the local aspect of it, and yes, you know, obviously go vote in, in your, your, you know, national elections, go do all of those type of things, but go out every single year and vote locally, because locally is where we have the power to change things. Locally mm -hmm. is where a 25-year-old kid can step up and become a council person and actually engage. Locally is where we have the most amount of effect. You know, you need to change the rules in your house before you can truly look at the rules on the block and so forth and so on. Um, so, yes, that that is the fighting that we are talking about. Although sometimes some people just say it. <laughs> I'm a plead the fifth. I represent the plead, a fit, plead the fifth, everything about the fifth. Uh-huh. <laughs> Child to the five fingers of death. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Justin. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, Justin. I didn't want to. I, I thought you said. I thought you said Dustin. I was like, what? Oh no, <laughs> I barely ever call you Dustin. If I call you it's Dustin, true. I think that's a sin. I know. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'll never I'm call you Dustin in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't want to lose train of thought with the questions. If you want to go ahead, I can do it. Go right after. But, no, no, um, no, 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 no. Knock it out the park, bro. No, it's pretty much a silly question. Um, do you plead the fifth when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh? I see you're a big battler when I see you online. <laughs> Listen, I, this is the, the shame about things. Yeah, like it, you don't get to be a nerd anymore, right? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't like. This is a sad thing. I don't feel I'm a nerd, right? I feel right. Mm -hmm. there's a distinction between nerd and geek, and mm -hmm. I feel I'm a geek, right? But I'm like, I don't get to. Right, like I bought Cyberpunk, and I'm like, I barely played it. I'm like, yo, I wanna, mm -hmm. I'm a net runner. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, every adult is just a big kid. As my mama always says, once a man, twice a child. Right? Like, true. Mm. This is definitely true. Wow. Right? Now you probably know a little bit more about this than me because you're like more into this scene when it comes to politics in Hamden, but um, any information on the Q house in Hamden? I heard about that a couple months ago. <laughs> uh, so this is one of the things, right? Right. Um, there, there's a proxy conversation, right? Mm. About, right? My vision was that we need a Key Center 2.0, right? right? Shout out mm -hmm. to Marvel Keith, right? Former principal of Keith. Uh, 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 elementary school now the key center and i was like cool we need a new space we have two community spaces we have a gym that sometimes leaks mm. and we have half mm. of a room that's also half a diaper bank half food pantry i'm like cool for sixty-three thousand people that is not a community space mm. that's not right like you can't build community with a leaky gym in half a room um, and so the idea is to use ARPA funds to 
build this. And, and so I have some issues where I'm like, cool, we do, we should use, but like ARPA, the American Rescue Plan, right, Biden, kudos to you, right? I'll give you kudos where you do, right? Kudos to you for giving money directly to communities to figure out what they need to do with it rather than dictate, right? Mm-hmm. But to be like, cool, here's a pot of money, COVID happened, go figure it out. And so the plan is to use some of those money Right. But I'm like, we need to talk to the community, right? Like right. what a community center looks like is dependent on what people want and need. And that really hasn't happened. And so I'm like, you can't dictate liberation to people, right? Mm. People have to figure out what that looks like for them. And like, you can set a framework. You can be like, listen, mm. you can hate Medicare for all. You can hate healthcare for everyone. But fam, I'm going to just paint you the picture and be like, this is why I feel it makes sense, right? But like right. certain things you just can't dictate liberation to people. Um, and so that's kind of where we are, where it's an ambiguous timeline. And I'm like, cool, you know what help us figure out the timeline? Mm-hmm. People closest to the issue find out the closest solution. Yeah, and, and that's very, very much exactly what we were talking about, about giving the power back to the people. You know, instead of dictating, <laughs> you know, you're asking the questions. You know, I, I do feel also that a lot of people, when they start to run, especially for positions they've never had before, they make all of these crazy campaign promises because they don't realize how limited the power they actually have. I do feel that, that in politics, if we were a little bit more honest, especially on the campaign trail, like, hey, I've never done this job before. I think I can do a pretty good job of it. I've read into it a little bit, and I like A, B, and C, but uh, D and E, not a fan of. You know, I think we, we'll go a lot further. I also feel that, you know, taking accountability is another big thing, you know, because look, we're human. We are flawed by design. We are so flawed, we invented an eraser. <laughs> so... You know, so just because, you know, feel free. No, nothing is copyrighted, I promise. Um, <laughs> but like for real, just because you have, you know, you ran a campaign or you're now representing, you know, the country on a national level doesn't mean you're no longer human. Doesn't mean every once in a while you didn't put your underwear on backwards. It happened. It's painful. Adjust yourself and, and, and go forward. How do you maintain that integrity? That's something we've been talking about the entire show, but how do you maintain that integrity to admit, hey, I, you know, sometimes I get a little too aggressive. Sometimes it's A, B, and C, but I see it in myself and I'm trying to work on it. How do you maintain that? So a similar question came up um, on a panel I was on a couple of weeks ago and I, I'm like, cool. I'm not humble out of choice. I'm humble out of circumstance. Um, and so... I'm going to steal that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, being, you know, neurodivergent, right? Having Tourette's, having OCD, ADHD. Um, there are many things that I can do well. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that I can do half well. Um, and so that means I just got to rely on other people to 
be a part of the work and to do the work. Mm -hmm. I think part of it always is hard to trust other people, to put your life, to put your passion, to put things in other people's hands. But I think for me, that's one of the things where I'm like, cool, like, I don't know how to do this. I'm like, cool, but we're sure together we can figure it out, right? Like, how many people it takes to screw in the light bulb? I'm like, great, we can make all the jokes, but I'm like, if we need light, why does it matter how many people it took? Right. We're still gonna right. get we're gonna be illuminated by the same light. So I'm like, cool, if it took fifty people or five, we don't gonna use the same light. I don't get why people get hung up of like right. I was able to change it by myself. I'm like, okay, so you gonna take all the light? No one else <laughs> can get the light? Like what? It's a weird flex. Weird flex. Weird right. flex. <laughs> <laughs> I well, got it, fifty it, light bulbs, but I, I only, I'm the only one using the light. I'm like, oh, okay, <clears throat> great, cool. <laughs> well, it's it's very very interesting because, you know, it has been said throughout time. Um, people who get into politics are, are just really entertainers. And there's also a derogatory aspect of there where people get into politics if they're not pretty enough to be in movies. Um, and, and that's, it happens. Um, and the entertainment business can be a very ego-driven business. And we're starting to see the results of, you know, 30 plus years of politics being a very ego-driven business. Um, Yet here you are, you know, saying that I'm not humble because of choice. I'm humble because, you know, that's my circumstance. Uh, and I do feel that that is a message that we, we all need to truly, truly understand. Um, you know, the people that are in power above us are not bulletproof. The people that are in power above us are not flawless. The people that are not in power above us are human and can have that bad day and can you know drive to the office get cut off three times have that that crazy old old lady in front of them in in the bank line trying to pitch their granddaughter to one to to one teller their grandson to another and the bank manager needs to go go out with, with with their daughter because you know they just recently got divorced and you have to be able to take all of that negative stuff that happens in your life that stops you from getting from point A to point B in a timely fashion and you have to be able to let it roll off your your back like water on a duck's back and move forward with that next thing but we as the people need to also as much as we need to hold those political people accountable we have to remember that they are human we have to remember that sometimes we just have an off day um how do you give that branch back to the people on WAHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. Go ahead with the rest of your question, Easy. I'm very sorry. No worries. No, that was that was chef's kiss. Flipping beautiful. Chef's kiss. I try. Is So, you know, how do you remind the people that those in power are still just the people. I think that's, you know, I think it's different for each person. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think for me, 
uh, again, right? I don't do a lot of heavy lifting. It's circumstantial, but it's just like, cool. Mm-hmm. One of the easiest things, right, is on a regular basis, I forget about it, but people will remember and like, it will get into their thing, right? And it's just like, I wear my headphones, right? I'm sensitive to noise. I need it to function. If not, I'm a seizure, right? I'm a look out of pocket. I don't think about it, right? And all the time, right. uh, people who are like, up in my face, like, I'm like, yo, I got spinach my teeth, like, right? And it's like, oh, <laughs> they're just looking at my ear because, like, they're like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you throwing off the vibe of the space. And I'm like, nah, this is the vibe, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, right, got my one wheel, my electric skateboard, right? I'm like, cool. I don't drive, fam, for my own personal safety, for y'all's personal safety. Also, I'm balling on a budget. And I'm like, cool. I'm gonna drink, just bring the reality of who I am through my actions. Right. And I think for me, that's how I do it. But I think for other people, they just gotta, I think one of the things, right, about finding a brand, you'll find so many politicians who will find a unique core core thing to try to, you know, Zatarans up, right, their image to, to connect right. with people, right? So like, shout out to big brother, Jemani Williams, right? He got the backpack, right? Like, you you always see homeboy with a backpack. I'm like, bro, like, what are you studying? Like, you, you're, you're the principal of the game. Why you, like, why you got a backpack, mm-hmm. right? But it's like, cool. Like, I got stuff to carry to, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Rosa Delora, right? She'll color up her hair. And it's like, cool, right? Like, doesn't matter what your age is, right? Like, you bring you in your own space. And so I think clothing aesthetics is a lot how people do it but for me i'm just like yeah like i'm a flex i'm gonna pull up to the the event on a bike but i'm just like right i'm shout out to kendrick mm-hmm. right i'm gonna make it look sexy i'm like you ain't never seen somebody pull out on a two-wheeler right I'm like you ain't never <laughs> seen nobody in west prescott flexing like this i'm like yo let me get a knack and you know wipe the sweat off my forehead but right. i'm like cool we in this like, right. I don't care where you from. Like, we in this. There's nothing you can do. You mm-hmm. can't take us out of this. We in this. Justin, tell me about Jamaica. How was it? I have not been in a bit. Um, but I, uh, my family's from Jamaica. I love Jamaica. Um, oh. I like my second country there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Who was boss? You don't know. No. <laughs> um, I love it, right? It, it's it's okay. home from home, and it, it's you know it's the birth of a place of Marcus Garvey, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, the architect of so much, right? The architect that that laid down the foundation for people like Malcolm X to come up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that so many of leftist movements, right? Mar- uh, 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 Michael Manley, right? Mm-hmm. Great communist, socialist, uh, theorist, politician, right? And so I'm just like, I love my country, right? I ain't coming at anybody else, right? Shout out to, you know, all the islands, right? We all got, the you know, ancestry, but I'm like, Jamaica, you know, we just hit different. It's not mm-hmm. your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally, you had to be at a great place. <laughs> Listen, I, I I can be humble about stuff. Nobody ain't right. gonna 
there's no reason to be humble about Jamaica. We just we is what it is. <laughs> uh, now you also just came back from Eastern Europe, if I remember correctly. So I came back. I was in Tunisia. I uh, went mm-hmm. to a wedding, so Northern Africa. It was my first time mm-hmm. to the African continent. Beautiful. Um, I think, you know, one of my things is just to tell people to travel, right? Like, I, right. it's not super expensive to travel. Like, mm-hmm. if you humble your expectations, right? But just seeing different places, right? And so... I've had the opportunity to go to like Tunisia. I went to Russia back in 2015, right? Uh, before the war broke out. Uh, been to England, right? Jamaica, Turkey. And so I'm just like, fam, just see different places. Cause like when you see the vibe in other places, like the truths that you understand about things, I'm like, cool. Like I feel Hamden, Connecticut, right? Has stuff. But I'm like, when I went to Turkey, I was like, yo, right now there's certain things I want to agree with, certain things I can't gel with. But I'm like, yo, they got poppy parks everywhere, right? And I'm like, why can't we? We can't, right? We just have to envision and see. And sometimes traveling helps you to see and envision where it's like, I don't think this is possible, but other places, they're already doing it. Mm. Also, camels are fire. That's (laughs) camel ride in Tunisia, right? I'm fascinated with camels, right? I'm like, right. <laughs> if I could get a camel, right? I would, I would travel around via camel everywhere. <laughs> nice. I, I just, I just think of um, Aladdin every time, and when Abu became the camel, that's, that's all I can think of. <laughs> uh, as as you continue to travel and as you continue to to, to grow, like you know, because that's really what you're doing is you're you're expanding your your understanding. Um, are there any places you're looking to check off on? Like, are are it's gonna be like a, a weekend in Finland? Are we are we heading up to like Antarctica to like freeze? You know, like what what's what's the next evolution? I I want to make it to Alaska, um, mm. right? Um, Hopefully, in my lifetime, God willing, right, um, to make it to Australia, to the Great Barrier Reef. Um, mm. That is on my bucket list. Um, haven't been anywhere in Asia, right? Um, but also, like, it would be nice to, like, you know, go to Brazil, right? Like, I, there's just a lot of people that I respect, a lot of organizing, environmental organizing I respect that. I would want to go, um, but those are like in my head of like, right. And whatever opportunity makes itself appear first. Right. But like, mm-hmm. right. Awesome. That's cool. Hey, Justin, what's been your favorite just in time conversation? You've been having a lot of them on this station. Ooh, I, I, I can't say favorite. Uh, okay. So the ones that stood out. I think, you know, one was uh, talking about menopause, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, where I was just like, cool. Um, 
right? Like Fam was a deaf doula and now does a lot of organizing around menopause. And it's just like, cool. Mm-hmm. This is a conversation that I'm not going to have with family members. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. But it's a conversation I should have. It's a conversation I should understand. And so mm-hmm. that stood out to me. I think also uh, my friend Andrea Polenta, um, we talked about learned expertise right and just like how do you own qualifying your own expertise especially people who are with disabilities people or neurodivergent right fun fact uh hmm. can you hear me yeah. <laughs> we can yeah. hear you perfectly we can hear you perfectly but fun harry fact being is- harry <laughs> <laughs> fun fact of uh uh uh, of voters, 20% of voters have disabilities, right? Mm-hmm. And so most people throughout their life will have a disability, right? Once a man, twice a child, like, cool. At some point, you're going to need help getting up the stairs, right? Mm-hmm. Just like you did when you were five. So <laughs> I, I think one of the things is people understanding how to claim their own expertise, right? And I think that was similar with like the menopause episode of just like, we all have different access needs and like we need to figure out how to, you know, yeah. definitively clarify we are experts in ourselves. Like you, you know me better than me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trade shoes, bro. Do me. Right. <laughs> like you think you can rock headphones like this? Come on. Now. You ain't about it. Ain't about that life. Ain't about that life. We, we only have a little bit of short time with uh, in this broadcast. We always like to give it to our guests uh, as usual for each week of the show. Um, just give a little bit about your social media, where to find you. Um, anything you have in the foreseeable future of, of December. Also, anything you got coming up for 2023. And any advice you want to give to someone who wants to go into a similar path you've been on. Go right ahead. Always feel free to reach out. Um... You can find me just in time. Uh, conversations, right? 103.5 WNHH. Uh, so definitely check us out. Um, every Tuesday uh, at 11, you can nice. catch, us, catch us on all your podcasts, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Apple Pod, Prime, Spotify, you know where to find us. Yes, sir. Um, mm-hmm. Justin for CT. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. Find me on Twitter. I don't know how long I'll be on Twitter, but we'll see what happens <laughs> with the bird app. Uh, <laughs> um, and then in terms of projects, I'm really excited. Um, in the coming new year, I'm planning on doing more writing um, and sharing more of my photography. So look out for that. Um, also, can find me on IG. Uh, just in time conversations. So, um, word of advice, right? Right. Um, I, I'm gonna go with a classic. Do good stuff daily, right? Like, right. do something that makes you feel good, and like grow from there. Mm. Sounds oh. good. Yeah, Justin Farmer. Thank you for being part of the broadcast. We appreciate you, man. Once again, here on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you to y'all, and good to see you. Um, and Most definitely. Safe travels. 
Justin Farman, everybody. Behind the brand, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made EZ Blues is in the building. This has been Behind the Brand on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, New Haven. Wondering what to write about, trying to figure out what it's all about. Excellentialist, am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. I don't know. Spending time all alone, sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home, we while focused on trying to hone This craft, witchcraft, I hope the